This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the FedRAMP program may be reusing more cloud security measures than you realize. Looks like when the phone rings at the IRS next tax season, there will be someone there to answer. And the list is out where you may see two new Smithsonian museums soon. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Reciprocity may no longer be a dirty word in federal IT circles. The cloud security program known as FedRAMP is proving that sharing of data and trust in processes is paying off. FedRAMP reports the reuse of cloud security packages continue to increase across government in fiscal 2022, rising to more than 4,500 from more than 2,800 a year ago. FedRAMP also reports the Joint Authorization Board, or JAB, has approved 282 cloud services for use by agencies and another 82 are in process. The average time to get through the JAB is now four and a half months. Enterprise risk management is taking hold in new ways across the government. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. More agencies than ever are holding members of the Senior Executive Service accountable for managing risk. The 8th Annual Enterprise Risk Management Survey from the Association of Federal Enterprise Risk Management and GuideHouse found 27% of all respondents say managing risk is part of an SESer's performance plan. That's an increase from 10% a year ago. Respondents from 62 agencies also say the workforce is the top risk over the next five years, replacing cybersecurity from the previous year's surveys. But respondents say cybersecurity remains at the top risk most of their top-level management focuses on. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. After four years of back and forth in the contracting and bid protest process, it looks like the Defense Department finally has a green light to move ahead with a massive overhaul of its moving system. The Court of Federal Claims ruled in favor of DOD yesterday, rejecting protests from two losing bidders. DOD says it plans to start implementing the $20 billion global household goods contract next year, but it's still possible that the losing bidders will continue to challenge the award before a federal appeals court. The IRS just might have someone to answer your call next tax season. The agency announced it hired 4,000 new customer service representatives to help answer phones and provide other services. The expansion is part of a push to staff up as a result of funding from the Inflation Reduction Act. The IRS plans to add another 1,000 customer service representatives by the end of the year. The new hires are in various stages of being onboarded and trained in preparation for the 2023 tax filing season. The Office of Personnel Management removes two positions from a list of federal jobs that drastically need help with recruitment. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. Out of five different mission-critical occupations across the government, the three jobs that remain on the high-risk list for federal recruitment are human resources, acquisition, and cybersecurity employees. OPM recommends taking the economist and auditor roles off the high-risk list. Although OPM says recruitment will always be needed for those two positions, agencies have made significant improvements to hire more federal employees in the fields. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. 
Meanwhile, the Department of Health and Human Services is using additional funding to focus on recruitment in areas across the U.S. that have health care workforce shortages. The Government Accountability Office says, for example, HHS is focused on hiring and retention in rural areas, as well as areas with mental health care shortages. HHS received an additional $100 million through the American Rescue Plan on top of the appropriated $112 million in fiscal 2021 to support its behavioral health workforce education and training program. The Federal Communications Commission is turning to new rules to protect emergency alert systems from cyber attacks. The FCC proposal would require emergency alert operators like radio and TV broadcasters to report cyber incidents to the commission within 72 hours. The rules would also require broadcasters to annually certify that they have cybersecurity risk management plans. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency releases new goals for critical infrastructure. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has those details. CISA is out with new cybersecurity performance goals for critical infrastructure. The goals published this week are intended to help companies of any size better secure their networks, devices, and data. The measures are based on the National Institute of Standards and Technology Cybersecurity Framework. The goals are voluntary but the Biden administration is increasingly turning to regulatory agencies to enforce minimum cyber standards for critical infrastructure. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. And the Smithsonian Board of Regents announces recommendations for the sites of the National Museum of the American Latino and the American Women's History Museum. The spots selected are adjacent to the U.S. Holocaust Memorial Museum and close to the Agriculture Department. Legislation passed by Congress authorized the museums in 2020, but further congressional approval on the site selection is required before ground can be broken. A total of 25 prospective sites were evaluated. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcast. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.